Alright, it's the lowdown. I'm Luke. And I'm Derek. And it's episode 19, June 22nd, Thursday. 2023. Yeah, and we're talking all about Crash Team Rumble. We're talking about Aliens Dark Descent. We're talking about The Flash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And a couple other things along the way, but those are our big tickets, so... Let's get started with, I think, Crash Team Rumble, right off yeah, the bat. Yeah, yeah, you've been playing Crash Team Rumble, and I'm um, really wondering how it is. I'm a huge Crash Bandicoot fan, like no one's business. And this game, I don't, I didn't know what to expect from it, really. Um, i I just been like, it's either going to be fun or it's going to be terrible. Yeah. So <laughs> That's kind of how I felt watching the trailers. Right. And the trailers didn't really give me a feeling for it, either. Uh, you know, I'm playing the first few rounds, and people are crushing me, but I'm starting to get used to it. I'm starting to understand it. I'm a crash player. I know how to spin <laughs> people, okay, and then just do your double jumps. I play crash bash. <laughs> exactly. Uh, do your double jumps and your slams on people. It's a platformer, you know, multiplayer platformer. Once you start to get the hang of that, I start seeing the fun in it. You know what I mean? It's like like you were saying, Pokemon Unite. Yeah. It's like a MOBA, but it's like a Crash Team MOBA with objectives instead of towers. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it is fun. And matches don't last too long. Yeah, um, that's nice part of Pokemon Unite. It's got a 10-minute time limit. Like, it's 10 counts down from 10 minutes. So, it's like, oh, I know this game is going to end. These games end because it's just a collection of Wampa fruit, and uh, like it's always going to fill up. It doesn't take too long for sure. one team to get all the way up. What I really like, though, is there's all these different ways on the map to get bonuses for when you collect the Wampa. And one of them is to get gem bonuses, where you jump on multiple gem platforms and they light up as you jump on them when they're active and when you get all of them your team's color it starts to like build up towards you getting the bonus activation okay and if another team jumps on one of those platforms it's like they have to stand there for two seconds and it disturbs everything and it starts over (laughs) <laughs> and like now they have a chance to get the bonus from the gem. Uh, it's kind of hard to explain. If you you saw it, you'd be like, "Oh, that's much more simple than it sounds." Yeah, and yeah. it is. No, I get that. That happens. It's fun though. Like you end up on top of these gem platforms, competing over them to see which team gets the bonus, because that bonus is going to affect how much fruit you get, like, no one's business. Oh, yeah. This is why I like well, it's, this it's game. Like, yeah, it's like taking Fire Giant and Amoba or Zapdos and Pokemon Unite, where it's like there's this big thing you gotta get rid of, and all of a sudden, you just, your team steamrolls. Exactly. Yeah. Right, that's the thing you need to do to dominate. Yeah. yeah. And just talking about this and the fact that there's a strategy that I can get into it all. Yeah. That's why that game is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's grabbed me a little bit. It might not last. That's why you need to learn how to play Smite. <laughs> play some Smite. Yeah, I'll just go to League stream. of Legends. No, don't do that. Really? Play Smite over League of Legends? Though? Well, because Smite's community is just like, doesn't care anymore. 
<laughs> League of Legends community is still toxic. <laughs> huh. But, yeah, that's pretty much all I can say for Crash Team Rumble. I mean, that's all there is to it. It's just the one game mode. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's yeah. like a Conquest game mode. So, just play it over and over. I got the yeah. Battle Pass. I even got the 25 tiers to start. True. Because I was just like, Crash Bandicoot fan. I don't care full sin. <laughs> yeah. Um, a Crash Bandicoot game? Here is your money, yeah. sir. And I'll play it almost every day, just a few matches. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. I I like, you know, I'm unlocking a lot of cool different crash things as it goes. Mm-hmm. Like different characters and, you know, different customizations. Like <laughs> like Rocket League when you win, you get an anthem. They have the anthems, but they're oh, from really? different games. Oh, that's like cool. Like you start off with all the newer game ones. Yeah. And you can unlock older game ones, which I love. I like that. Yeah, immediately when playing, uh I was just like, wow, the music. The music's the thing to pull me back in like nothing else. Oh, Crash Bandicoot is such a distinctive soundtrack. Exactly. And it just felt like home a little bit to just have that. Oh, a new game, but here's something familiar that I love. And uh, another thing I want to mention about it before we jump off it is that there's cool different power-ups on like every match. Um, where, this is going to be hard to explain to, but, like, there's one where Oxide's UFO is, like, the special thing that both teams could acquire in the middle of the map that will, like, decimate the other team. You know, and, like, every map has totally different ones. And there's enough rotation where it feels like, you know, you're not doing the same thing all the time. That's cool, yeah, the different yeah. maps. Yeah, I like that aspect. Yeah. yeah, no, most MOBAs are the same map. Pokemon Unite's the same map every time. So Yeah, it feels like it has a little bit of different flavor, like yeah. match to match, which I like that a lot. That's nice. Yeah. I like that a lot, too. It keeps it fun and interesting for a game that's going to be the same thing over and over. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, what you want to jump into? Well, the other game that came out around the same time is Aliens Dark Descent, which same. you also played day yeah but i did not get to play nearly as much of aliens dark descent in comparison to what the game is yeah like crash team rumble i got the full experience (laughs) he's played a few matches (laughs) yeah exactly but aliens dark descent Derek, you are getting a ps5 this week i am yeah you're excited yeah yeah you're telling me I need to get aliens. <laughs> I think I am telling you you need to get aliens. I'm not a fan of isometric shooters that much, though. Like, the top-down, like... It's not so much a shooter. Yeah, it's a little more xcom No, it is totally xcom Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Characters can die. Yeah, yeah. Damn. <laughs> but it is an alien XCOM game. Yeah. You are in a situation and your radar just starts beeping. <laughs> and you need to be ready. <laughs> you need to be it's they're gonna die. Your people are gonna die. <laughs> Potentially like there you don't know how many aliens are gonna be around you sometimes. <laughs> and you can prepare and like scan your whole map and there's ways to do that. Uh but other times you're just walking down the hall and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, here they come. They're coming through the walls. They're coming through the vents. 
and now they're just popping up on your radar and it's time to just unload on them and then when they explode on you because they get close to you before you kill them because you weren't ready uh they get acid all over you and you're just constantly losing health from battling them at like close quarters uh it's fun it's <laughs> i'm liking it a lot uh it's it's literally XCOM, but more in the moment. Okay. More urgent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which gives it a perfect alien vibe. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure, I would imagine. It keeps the suspense high, tension high. Like, it, it, then you can't, like, pause necessarily. You can, like, slow time down. Okay. And you press, like, the space bar, and you have different abilities you can use with characters. Typically the same with every character, because they're usually just a squad of marines. Mm -hmm. But you can only use so many abilities to, based on, you know, how leveled up everybody is. And, because it's just like XCOM, you level up your characters the same way. Uh, and they die the same way. You're going out on <laughs> missions the same way. There's a command deck and uh, science labs. And you upgrade your weapons. It's, it's the same thing <laughs> as XCOM, except it's an Aliens game. And it's $40. Yeah. That's the other thing. And I one thing I said to my roommate, I was like, I kind of wish it was a 60 or $70 game. Like, XCOM is... And I feel like it's just going to be, like, a step below what XCOM's going to give us. Yeah. And, I mean, I can't say yet because I've only played two hours-ish. But it doesn't feel that way so far. Yeah. Well, it's probably just going to be a lot shorter. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. XCOM is a really long playthrough. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of levels. Yeah. But I think this game is going to take off the way that... It's gonna be a little like opposite of Midnight Suns. Yeah, Midnight Suns had all the budget and the name behind it, right? And it just didn't take off the way we wanted it to because it just wasn't the game we necessarily wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't what we wanted. Yeah. If it had been an XCOM it was style a game, game <laughs> then it would have been so much better. If characters could die, superheroes could die. Like, yeah. That would be a That would be a very fun. interesting game. That would be fun. Yeah. I would love that. Um, but yeah, I'm really liking Alien, so I'll have way more to say about it next week when I've actually really played a good chunk of it. Uh, we're talking about this like a day after these games just came no. out. So yeah, that's the, the first preview, if you will. And actually, as of recording right now, Final Fantasy 16 is out. Yes. And uh, it's downloaded. just came out, yeah. On my PS5, and I'm going to play a chunk of it when we're done here. <laughs> I think. It's pretty late. Yeah. Uh, I mean, play a chunk if you want. Uh, I'm hopefully playing all day Friday when my PS5 shows up. And it's the first rated M Final Fantasy game. Well, not first ever. But basically. First mainline game, yeah. especially. That's basically. Yeah. yeah. So that's huge. That's huge. Really interested on the story now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really interested on the violence. 
Knowing Square Enix, there might just be like some gratuitous violence. Yeah, someone's getting beat to death, yeah, like by a fist, yeah, or something. I yeah, just there's, there's going to be something, or yeah. like, or like evisceration, which is organs everywhere, right. or something. There's going to be something wild for sure. What else we got on our docket? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, the only other things I've been playing at all is Street Fighter Six, which you played a bit more of as well. Yeah, I was playing my ranked matches. Yeah. I actually wasn't doing too bad, but I've been sticking to modern controls. <laughs> I know. I know. And, um... Maybe... And you're not playing Zangief. <laughs> if you play Zangief on modern controls, I ain't gonna judge you, because I get beat by those. <laughs> uh, well, I use Chun-Li. That's weird. I didn't see you as using Chun-Li. Yeah. It just happens to be uh, the one I was playing a lot with last in world tour yeah and i learned her style in world tour so true. i felt like i was starting to understand how she plays true so i kind of was just like yeah, i just figured I feel you comfortable were, with Chun-Li i just figured now. you're never gonna move off of luke yeah i know <laughs> like luke's gotta play luke dude i actually don't like the way he plays that much i hate the way he plays yeah i think he is my least favorite character to play in that entire game yeah i'm not a huge fan of it yeah so. it like feels boxy Clunky. Yeah, boxy and clunky. Uh, but it isn't clunky because I've seen people do combos with them. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. But definitely, it feels like very matter of fact. It's like, it's just like, here you are. Like his character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Uh, hey, what are you going to do? Yeah. Play uh, a different Wait, character. so are you still in rookie in ranks? I don't think I placed. Oh, yeah, I mean, you're done, like, your 10 placement. Yeah, just, no, I don't uh, think I yeah. finished those. I uh, just jumped off before I did that. True. Yeah, I got beat beat up yeah. too much. Oh, it's going to happen. I mean, I did not do well in my placement games. But it's going to at one point, they were like, here's, like, a diamond. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I just feel like I'm not that good at that game yet. I need to sit down. I really like the practice modes, though, where you can just, like, learn characters' moves. Oh, yeah. They do a great job of teaching you characters' moves. And it's like, this move you can hold before you do it. Why don't you try doing that now? Yeah. Like, what a great tutorial. Oh, yeah. Fighting games these days are way better than they used to be. Like, going into practice mode, it would be like, this is it. I think this one's really nice, though. I think Street Fighter VI has specifically this game been like, Let's find a way for people to get in on Street Fighter. Oh, yeah. They've tried to make it way more accessible. Yeah. For sure. It's like, let's make it so everyone can play Street Fighter. Yeah. And I've never felt a game has successfully done that. And I, like a fighting game. Well, it's also such a drastic difference from 4 and 5. Right. It's like 4 was like, you better be good at Street Fighter or you're not going to like this game. And 5 was just bad for a long time until they updated it a bunch. So it's like, now we just have a good Street Fighter game. But, uh, like, I've never seen a fighting game be so accessible. Ever. Like, you, yeah. if you are garbage at fighting games, you can play on dynamic controls. If you're moderate, yeah, yeah. If you're, like, a moderate video game player, you can play on modern controls. And at least have a dog in the fight. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you're a real fighting player, you play on classic controls. Mm-hmm. 
amazing. Yeah. It's funny when I was playing ranked recently because so many people I ran into, uh, it's like I lose a round and then I'd look and I'd be like, oh, you're on modern controls. I know what you're doing now. And I just beat them twice in a row. And they're like, oh, no. Like, that's what makes it kind of fun, though, because you're like, oh, maybe I can still pull the win with the modern <laughs> controls if I'm good enough. Yeah. yeah. But then there's characters that, like, Zangief is ridiculous with modern controls. Because he's just like, that dude pressed square and did a third of my health bar, basically. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, Street Fighter's good. Street yeah, Fighter. I, yeah, I've ranked up a bunch, and I love it. Um, next on the docket, I think we should move to Nintendo Direct. There's a new Direct or a showcase or a spotlight almost every week. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Yeah, well, we're in summer game mode. It's like, this is when E3 used to be. Summer games know? for days. Yeah. Donkey made an E3 video today. Oh. E3, quote-unquote. You know, it's like... Basically everything that's happened recently. I haven't watched it yet, but but yeah, no. Uh, Nintendo Direct was today, and the biggest announcements were a lot of Pikmin, a lot of Pikmin gameplay. Uh, it looks good. It looks really fun. When is Pikmin Four coming out? It's what August. Uh, something. It's it's like mid mid late August off the top of my head. Yeah, we really don't have any July games. Yeah, I think there's like one remnant two. A, That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I will be playing. But it's a yeah. dry month. Yeah, for video games. Yeah, that's good. You can, we can. We there's can, been a lot of them. Because so yeah. all because all of a sudden it's gonna be fall and it's gonna be like October November. Give me your wallet. <laughs> it's like oh no. Uh, but you know, Pikmin looks really fun. Pikmin looks like uh, they've just took Pikmin and dialed it up to 11. There's, like, so many new types of Pikmin. The dog mechanic looks cool. Like, the weird bumblebee dog thing that you have in this game. It just looks like a really fun game. Yeah. And I hope it's... I've always loved Pikmin. Yeah. But I haven't seen this new one yet. Yeah. No, it looks good. Uh, the wildest announcement to come out of Direct, though, that I did not see coming is Super Mario RPG yeah, remake. You're very excited. Yeah. Yeah. The Mario game made by Square Enix that everyone forgets about. Or actually, it was, it was Squaresoft at the time. Right. But before they did the merger. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's Mario Final Fantasy. Is that why Kingdom Hearts was never as good again? Maybe. Because <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 1 was before the merger. Yeah. Yeah. Squaresoft. Yeah. I think it was like one of their last, last games. Yeah, no, I think it, yeah, it was right at the end before the merger. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Kingdom Hearts 2 is good. Just not story-wise. <laughs> it's not Kingdom Hearts 1. Yeah. I'll tell you that. But, you know, uh, Mario RPG was a game I loved growing up that I never was good at, but I had older cousins to help me play it. And Classic. Yeah. Classic 90s shenanigans right there. I can't beat this. Yeah. And someone finally older than you helps you beat it. And you're seeing parts you've never seen in the game mm -hmm. before. It's just an exciting experience. Yeah. It uh, it has an original character in the party. The party is Mario, Bowser, Peach, Toad, and an original character, Genos. 
who's like a Pinocchio puppet thing. Genos! Yeah. I think there's another one I might be missing. But um, you're going to love that, Genos. too. Genos is what his name is. Because going back to a childhood game as an adult is the best. Yeah. Well, I hope the remake's, like, faithful. Because I remember that game right. getting, like, kind of dark. And there's a secret boss in the game that is literally a Final Fantasy boss. Like, it doesn't look like anything like any of the characters in the game. That's it's great. just a Final Fantasy boss. Trying to parts with it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, I guess I'm fighting this now. Um, yeah, it has to be faithful to the actual game. Like, And the best mm-hmm. example of that is the Crash Bandicoot remakes. So faithful. Yeah. Replaying those and getting to do all those extra parts in those, like, end game parts of each game, 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 was very satisfying as an adult because it was something I could never do as a kid. Yeah. I couldn't ever get to those last levels. Mm-hmm. And now I can do everything. And that's why I wanted to do every single thing in all three of those games. However, now looking at the unfaithful side of remakes. Spyro. Yeah, where you're changing character designs, you're making the changing, dialogue a bit different. Changing voice actors. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows. Like, no, Spyro remakes are not bad. They're not the worst. No, none of that. But they're not, they don't have that same charm that yeah. the originals do. Yeah. They, they, the updated versions just don't, have that same nostalgia hit the way that Crash Bandicoot does because it's it, it's what it was. Yeah. Just it looks nicer. Spyro, even though most of it does just look nicer, like the character models, they're different and they feel yeah. different like, I miss I miss HD collections like the Devil May Cry trilogy when that came out on like the 360. Because it was just those games, but looking a little nicer. Yeah. The, they didn't, like, try to remake them from the I, ground I up or anything. The, yeah, it's because these are, they had to be from the ground up. I believe when it came to Spyro and Crash, like, those games, data. Yeah, no, like, the source code was gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they didn't save games the way they did. They do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I can't talk on the specifics of that, but. No, no, you're, I mean, yeah, stuff it's, like that. it's very possible, because that's happened a lot of times before. Right. For sure. And uh, uh, we're getting a bunch of games on Switch now, too, right? Yeah, no, yeah, a bunch of ports, so it, uh, Metal Gear Solid Collection, uh, well, and Metal Gear as well. Nice. We're getting Metal Gear, like Metal Gear 2, Snake's Revenge, MGS 1, 2, 3, so they're just putting, like, everything on the Switch. Which is great. I cannot wait to play Metal Gear Solid 3 again. And I know they're doing the remake, but I'm kind of worried about that. Because I just want that original experience again. So I'm like, oh, I can get that on my Switch. Cool. Like, I just kind of want to play the original. As long as I can get the original. Yeah. yeah. It's not like Final Fantasy where I'm like, Final Fantasy 7 has me concerned because you're doing different things. But you haven't just made the original look nicer. Because I would like that. That would be amazing. Like, just give me the turn-based game, but with a nice engine. It doesn't have to look like the remake. 
You know, it doesn't have to look that Yeah, no, nice. you just want an updated version yeah. of the original. Yeah. Right. Like what they do with the Pokemon remakes, even though those aren't great, but just, you know, a better version of that concept. No, that would be cool. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I feel like they have to at some point. They're doing them of the other games. They just had pixel remasters of... One yeah, through- 1 through 6. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe they'll do polygon remasters of 7, 8, and 9. That would be wild. <laughs> I'd be like, guys, uh, I'll see you in 300 hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did they put on there? Uh, Batman uh, games? Yeah, the Arkham Trilogy. Uh, obviously, been around for a while. And most people played them. But for the people who haven't, and for like younger people who've had Switches for now, what, seven years, six years? You know, who were like, oh, I've never played this Batman game, and I was... 10 when I bought my Switch. <laughs> and I was 17 now. Like, I might as well play a Batman game. <laughs> like, that's how I long I just watched I... The Flash, and I'm really interested in this Batman guy. <laughs> yeah, I, they not a good... I didn't even think about that. Not a bad time for them to come out. Uh, the, only, the only other thing they're really pointing that seems big is they're doing Luigi's Mansion 2. I like 2. Yeah. Still haven't played three though. Yeah, two is my least favorite of the group. I mean, I feel like nothing beats one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. I had to think about it for a second. Like three is fun, and it's really good. It but, can't beat one. But yeah, no, one is one. One is one. It's classic. It's the magic. Yeah. That's how it all started. But Luigi's Mansion Three is really good. I still need to play it. I'll get around to it one day. If they ever put Nintendo games on sale, <laughs> I refuse to pay full price for Luigi's Mansion the 3. The only game they put on sale is Zelda because they've sold as much as they need to. Already. They're like, hey, you can get it for a little cheaper because yeah, although, uh, we've sold a billion copies already. So, yeah. Want to pay $60 for Luigi's Mansion 3? No. Yeah. Well, I... I they discounted Zelda to $60. It's the first $70 Nintendo game. <laughs> We've reached that age. We have. Any yeah, other. The only other big two. Uh, I guess. Yeah, two announcements were Pokemon DLC and Detective Pikachu sequel. Which, Detective Pikachu sequel, cool. I think I played like 10 minutes of the first one when my nephew had it years ago when it came out. I was like, this is funny. <laughs> I put it down, played something else. That was about it. Might get a little bit more sales with the movie. Yeah, yeah, because the movie came out, what, like two, three years after the game? Something like that. It was a little, yeah, little gap there. Something like that. Because I was like, why are they making a movie about this game that came out like so long ago? Those are old too, though, right? Isn't there older ones? Detective Pikachu? No, no. There's no, only one. Really? It was a DS game. Yeah. Huh. Or 3DS? 3DS. I think. I was like, wait. I was a bit older. <laughs> it must have been 3DS. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was popular. Clearly enough to make a movie. And I really want to know what they're going to do with the sequel. Because I'd play it, if it's good. Because I really just want to know. Pokemon DLC just looks like Pokemon DLC, though. 
Yeah, I have not kept up with Pokemon, especially yeah. not the way you have. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, cool, I'll have a reason to play Pokemon again, but I just don't like these new games, so I've come down to that. Like, I like them, but I don't like the, like, game. Like, I like playing it, but then I'm like, alright, I have to beat these terrible gym leaders and beat these terrible team members. Like, I don't like any of the battles in that game at all. Like, it's got, like, the weakest Elite Four, I think. Like, it's not... They seem easier now. Yeah, I wouldn't say this is the easiest Pokemon game, but it's pretty easy. Like, it, it has its moments where it spikes in difficulty, for sure. It's not... Like, Sword and Shield were really easy. Those games were really easy. Yeah. This one has its moments where it ramps up, but mostly just because you'll have a bad typing matchup. Like, you'll go against, like, a steel guy, and you're like, oh, I have nothing to counter this. <laughs> and I'm just gonna lose. I'm gonna bash my head against a brick wall. Other than that, though, there really isn't much of a challenge. And it has, by far, like, the Pokemon community has kind of agreed on it, the weakest champion battle. When you oh. beat the Elite Four, and there's, like, the fifth one you have to yeah. fight after. She is the worst one, like, we've ever seen. She is so bad. She has, like, one good Pokemon. You gotta just sweep her till her one good Pokemon every time. You all win. Yeah. No, it's silly. Uh, but, you know, I think that's mostly it for games, other than the fact that I've been playing the Lies of P demo, which is fun. I recommend, if you like Dark Souls and you like Pinocchio, <laughs> to play this game. It is very unabashedly Dark Souls, though. There are, was one moment where I went, scrolled over to an item I didn't have any of and pressed square to use it, and he literally did, like, the same animation as when you reach into your pocket in, like, Dark Souls 1 and look at your hand like, I have nothing, like, <laughs> I don't uh... have... Like, it was, like, that same animation, like, down to a frame. I, I was... What? <laughs> it just is Dark Souls Bloodborne Pinocchio. That is what we made. Here you go. <laughs> huh. But the combat is really fluid. It's really fun and fluid to fight things in that game. Do you know when that's supposed to come out? Uh, it's soon-ish, like fall, I think. Like, this is pretty you get soon. it? I might. I like it. I didn't play the whole demo. I got to. I don't know if it's only going to be one boss fight because it kind of seemed like a short demo. If it's only going to be one boss fight, because you can find the boss really quickly. <laughs> so I'll find out if it is. But I fought the boss a couple times, and it was late at night that night at that point. So I just gave up after dying a couple times. But I liked like the weapon system where you have instead of like a sword and a shield. You have a blade and a hilt. So you can like mix and match blades and hilts. And blades and hilts each have their own individual special arts. On like kind of like a mana meter underneath your health bar. Sounds like Elden Ring. Yeah. To, like to some degree. To a some little degree. Bit. A little but there's, bit. there's way less freedom in your build. Okay. Than Elden Ring. There are still stats and there are builds. But you kind of just pick, like, one of three before you start the game. 
Where it's like, do you want to be dex, strength, or like mage, basically? So you just pick one of those three, and that's your starting stats. Because it is supposed to be, you know, more story-based, because it's about Pinocchio. Okay. So there is definitely, seems to be a like, couple more cutscenes compared to Dark Souls. So that's the interesting part. But it's just so unabashedly, like, Dark Souls slash Bloodborne. Because, like, more, mostly Bloodborne, because you don't have a shield. You have your mechanical arm. Right. Is you your, have to parry things. Yeah. You have to parry things and use your mechanical arm to hit things. So, very interesting. Huh. Yeah. But the combat's fluid, which is what I was worried about, because I hate seeing Souls-like games, and then I play them like uh, the original Lords of the Fallen. <laughs> uh, there's another one I can't remember the name of off the top of my head, and... Ah, man, I, I'm just blanking on them. But there's... I wanted to say Greedfall, but I know it wasn't Greedfall. Mortal Shell. Ah, Mortal yeah. Shell. That's the one I was thinking of. Bad, though. Just, just bad. Like, clunky combat for both of those games. Be on Liza P, check out the demo. Would recommend. For sure. Speaking of P... One Piece! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now, now we're moving on to TV shows. We got a trailer for the live-action One Piece series. And, uh, it's a trailer. It's a trailer. It's a trailer. It's kind of exactly what I thought One Piece live-action would look like, especially when it was handled by Netflix. I feel like a lot of us. Yeah. That's yeah. how they all felt. Yeah. I'm at the point... Where I'm like, I don't care, because I consume enough One Piece that, like, a One Piece adaptation could be bad, and I could just be like, yeah, that happened. Whatever, like, I still have my manga, my anime, <laughs> my video games, <laughs> like, I'm totally fine with just seeing a terrible adaptation. My, my only thing is if it works as a show. Like, if they do make a lot of changes to turn it into a TV show, I'm fine with that if it's good. You know, if it's like, oh, they changed a lot of stuff, like, you know, the silliness or this or that or this about this character, but if it makes the show good, <laughs> it's like Usopp doesn't have his long nose and Sanji doesn't have his curly eyes. Yeah, 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 that's like... fine, so long as it's good. Yeah. Where I've seen some people be like, why doesn't Usopp have a giant nose? It's like, well, because that would look so silly. Like the show already looks silly. <laughs> we don't like. They're probably like that. That's too silly. <laughs> we can't do that. I don't know, man. I think it looks pretty rough. Oh no, it looks bad. Yeah, it looks bad. Don't get I me don't wrong. I don't think we're getting anything precious here. Yeah, no. But as long Nothing's as Gollum like, <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be Gollum like. No, I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Gollum, like, is, like, the show wouldn't, like, wouldn't play. <laughs> like, it starts skipping in the middle of the episode. <laughs> That's what Gollum, like, is. Uh, but, yeah, no. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. Buggy the Clown looks terrifying. They haven't even shown Arlong. That's the thing that I'm really concerned about. It's eight episodes. And we're getting to Arlong, apparently. Like, eight, like, you know, Netflix hour-long episode. Like I could kind of see that, actually, though. Could you? 
Just think about it. You got to do like all of Luffy's. They're getting to Arlong. They're not going to defeat Arlong. I don't know if they're covering all. Well, like, Nami's on the crew though. So like, I feel like they're going to cover. Yeah, but Nami's on the crew before Arlong, and then they get back to but her it showed, at Arlong. But it showed the scene of all of them like kicking the barrel in the trailer, where they all put their foot on the barrel. And Is that about after to... Arlong? Yeah, that's when they're like about to go into the Grand Line. Then they're probably... So, alright, eight episodes, dude? Alright, first episode is Luffy. Yeah, no, it's gonna be all Luffy's backstory. Right. Luffy and Shanks. Uh, then you're gonna get... Luffy Luf- setting up... But here's the thing. Luffy has to break out of the barrel with Elvita and Kobe. And then it had, him and Kobe have to go to Zoro, which is probably episode two. So it's like, Zoro, you can easily do in an episode. That's that's not a long one, but you yeah. do Zoro, Helmepo, Zoro tied up on the cross. You do all that stuff. Then is where it gets tricky. Because you have Nami, and you have her leaving, and then you going to Baratier. Sanji's arc. Like, Sanji's arc's a little long. They're they fight gonna, Pearl yeah, and Don No, Kree. what you're saying, everything so... Luffy, Zoro, Nami, right? Uh, well, Nami just kind of joins. Like, kind of just hangs out. But also, you gotta realize... But they'll probably use it to set up for the next episode, which will be, like, it'll end at, with... Before Sanji, actually, is Logetown. With Buggy and Smoker. When Buggy almost executes Luffy. Oh, Logetown. they'll probably do that, too. Like, there's so much they have to yeah, cover. so they could do that after Zoro. Yeah, no, that's probably what it is. Then uh, Sanji. But you can't... Sanji would be like two episodes, and but so then will Usopp, Arlong. Usopp has one, to have his arc. With, with Captain Kuro and his glasses. See, I don't like that arc being an episode. That's the one that really bothers me. Oh, that'll definitely be an episode. But the, because, like, there's so much buildup of Captain Kuro's reveal I in guess. the arc. I've read it a few times now. Yeah. To be honest, like, because yeah. I've restarted One Piece enough yeah. times that I've read that arc where, so many times. Yeah, where it's like, there's a lot of build-up to that moment, yeah. you know? It's like, doing that in an episode is like, eh. They could do it. They could do that. Yeah, no, but then it's like, eh. That doesn't feel as suspenseful, you know? It's like a cool of a reveal. Nah, I think it'll be alright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but, like, there's a lot. I mean, like I said, like, Don Creek, Pearl, the Mihawk fight with Zoro. Like, a lot of stuff has to happen in Baratier. I thought it was Barati. It's both. I've heard it pronounced both ways. I assume Baratier, because all of Sanji's moves are, like, a French... Do you like bagels? Yeah, I do like bagels. <laughs> I do like bagels. Uh, but yeah, no, One Piece is going to be real interesting. Oh, we will see. Uh, I think the only other show that we really know is out, but neither of us have watched it, is Secret Invasion. That's a show? <laughs> yeah, it's out. Really? It's a show, and like, it's out. It's a Disney Plus show. I thought it was a movie. No, no, it was a Disney Plus show. And it's out. That's how bad Marvel is now. Well, no, I mean, I'm fine with it, because it was, now that they're releasing West shows, maybe it's good. I don't even mean the fact that it's the show or anything like that. I mean the fact that 
they're coming out with stuff that I don't even know what it is anymore. Because, <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. That's uh, yeah. really how it's starting to feel. That's basically bit. where Marvel is. Yeah. It's like, who cares? I just want to watch a movie. <laughs> Marvel is like, just don't know what you're doing, guys. Yeah. Don't know what you're doing anymore. But you probably won't pull people in again until the Fantastic Four at this point. Yeah, yeah. or X-Men. Whatever comes first. X-Men will probably take a while. Yeah. Fantastic Four is already kind of lined up to yeah, happen. Yeah. So I would imagine that's kind of the way to go. And then if it's bad, who they have a problem. <laughs> they already got problems. They got problems, but then that'll be like the last problem. Jonathan Majors, they got problems. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, they got problems. <laughs> Quote it. Put it on a mantle. <laughs> yeah, no, I I can't believe you didn't know that was a show, and it's out. Like it's be- or it's releasing. You know how Disney Plus likes to do it, the weekly releases. I think I think yes. only like the first two or three are out. I guess I'll be talking about it next week. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned for that. <laughs> All right, um, but I guess I'm gonna jump into it. Yeah, no, the, you recently saw the Flash. The Flash. The Flash. Um, it was better than I expected it to be. It was. I got a couple of chuckles here and there. I got some laughs. Uh, it's not like a bad story. You know? <laughs> no. That's what I love hearing about a story. It's not like it's bad. <laughs> uh, it's just... On the simpler side, I feel like. Yeah. It just hits the beats. Yeah. You like, know, it's like a multiverse movie and all that. But yeah. at its core, you know, like, I think it's actually a very congested movie <laughs> where, you know, you have, I feel like the main plot of it is, like, Barry interacting with himself. Yeah. And, like, figuring things out. And that as the core of the story kind of makes it just like a simpler story. I can only imagine how many times they rewrote this with it being in production and and losing directors and losing everything over the years where it was like, what's going to happen with the flash? I can only imagine like what happens to get it to this point where they're (laughs) like, yeah, so the movie's going to be about Barry being with Barry and we're going to go through the flashpoint. Like, James Gunn came in here. He's like, all right, we're going to rip out, like, three quarters of, uh, or, like, a half or three, f- probably three quarters <laughs> of everything they made. And just, like, do it again. If I felt some, like, James Gunny vibes at times. Yeah. Like, just, like, what he's been doing with these new DC entries. Or... I don't even know how to explain that, really, but it just feels like it's a part of these new DC movies, like, and it's a look. If you've watched, like, Peacemaker, if you've watched Suicide Squad, yeah, if yeah. you've watched, uh, what's his newest one that just came out recently? Um, yeah, no, I just mean, Whatever. not Guardians, because that's a James yes, Gunn movie. Guardians, but... Uh, but that isn't DC. It isn't DC. That, and honestly, that does feel like Marvel. And this doesn't really hit that. This hits that like, 
it just feels like you're in a DC city. It feels like DC action. Yeah. Compared, and I don't know how to exactly explain that to somebody who doesn't understand the difference (laughs) between Marvel Marvel and DC, DC. like, fully, but... I can see what you mean. One thing I used to always say when I used to read the comics, when I was starting to read the comics, is Marvel reminds me of bright colors, like red, and just brightness and rounded shapes. Yeah. And... DC reminds me of, like, blue and darker colors and sharp edges. Yeah. And I feel like this movie hits that sharp edge vibe. (laughs) (laughs) If that works for you, I will use that so much in the future on this podcast. (laughs) It's got the sharp edge vibes. Um, It's got that DC sharp edge. And I feel like I'm going to be saying that a lot with these upcoming DC movies. Yeah. We hope so. It's to some degree. There's something about when they're like on the skyscrapers, when they're in the cities, it just feels like DC to me. Yeah. Like off the bat in the movie. I think it's the way they shoot it. Yeah. Too. It's the way they shoot it. It's got like a cool blue to it. I swear yeah. to God. I don't know. Something like that. But it just makes me feel, I, I like it. I like the look of the Flash a lot. Like how it's filmed in that yeah, way. The cinematography. And yes. Yeah. Uh, and I can appreciate the editing that went into that to like make everything cool looking. You know, like I, I like how they did everything. It's not like Doctor Strange or something where it's so over the top, it's so much. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the way they did it. Uh, Ezra Miller. <laughs> I guess we should talk about Ezra Miller. Um, I I don't even know much about his whole deal. To be honest, I really don't. I'm not even going to comment on it. I'm just talking about him in the movie. And I don't think his performance was like bad. I think he played his role. I think it works with what the movie's going for. It's fine. Is it the best version of the Flash we could have? No. Yeah. Is let's drop that right there. <laughs> it's just he's not the best. It's not horrible though. You know, like he still, I think, pulls off the like antsy, like time pressed kind of person vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just like a totally different take, though, on Barry at the same time. Yeah, that's why I think it's weird. It's weird. Barry Allen, to me, is always like a go-getter. Yeah, it's it's just slightly different, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Like, what are they going to do going forward? I just, those are my biggest questions when it comes to the DC Universe with this movie. It's like, nothing like that is really explained, I feel. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that's all kind of up in the air still. I think they're just going to be like, forget about it. <laughs> kind of. Here's Superman. <laughs> Starting over. Or like maybe just reference that it happened. Yeah. Superman's like, that was weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. I'm interested though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was a movie. It was a movie. I did like the beginning scene. 
where he saves these babies falling out of a building, and they're they're fall the babies are falling out of a building, and he goes, "It's a baby shower." God damn it! I actually liked that joke. Though. God damn it! I liked that joke. Um, how did the I wonder just how that joke got constructed. Did they think of that? Like, the baby... We want to use baby shower as a joke. And then work backwards from there? Because that would be the best way to do it. (laughs) We want to use the the word baby shower as a joke. What do we do? (laughs) We have a bunch of babies flying out of windows. It actually feels like a joke that Barry would say. From actual DC comics. Yeah. Yeah, like... Give that credit where it's due. Um... No, I don't mind cheesy stuff, because comic books are cheesy, like, a lot of them. I mean, there are, obviously, plenty of serious, like, compelling stories, but there are a lot of cheesy comic books that are still really good. But it just, it shows him saving the babies, and how he does it in, like, slow motion. And for all the slow motion scenes that are made, I thought this one was kind of cool. Just because it was like, yeah, this is how... He does things yeah. for anybody that doesn't well, really Everyone's know. learned how to do a speedster ever since X-Men Days of Future Past did that Quicksilver scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so now everyone like knows how to do a <laughs> speedster well. It's like, just do that. <laughs> they did it well. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. No, the, the Flash. The Flash. The Flash was the, the movie. Flash. Uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was cool as Batman again, for is, sure. Is he in a good chunk of the movie? He's like in the last half of the movie. Yes. Yeah. When I saw like the last trailer, I was like, it seems like he's in a lot of this movie. Like, I thought he was just kind of going to show up. Yeah, he's in a good amount. Yeah. And then just about the same amount as uh, Supergirl. All right, yeah. Like, he, a little bit less than her. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, Because yeah. her character, obviously. Yeah, introduce her. And <laughs> Batman shows up and you're like, it's Batman. I mean, just like for the type of character she is, too, like the Superman character, um, it's better to have less screen time. Yeah. It works better. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like, that's not the kind of character you can dive into like that. It's always just like, oh, I, I, I hate somebody. I, they're really making me mad. Uh, like, I'm going to destroy them, and I'm a powerhouse, and that's yeah. it. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, that's pretty much all you can do with that character. Yeah. How much depth can there really be? You know, like That's yeah. what you're going to get out of your other characters who should take up the screen more, in my opinion. Uh, and I'm a big Superman fan. Yeah, well, Superman's got a lot of depth, but like you're saying, I, I could imagine the Supergirl in this movie doesn't have like that even if you threw superman in it it would be the same thing though it's just like oh uh, zod's back yeah i hate zod you know yeah. like, he wants to kill people well, i mean superman know, like... always has the connection of like you can use his family as leverage you can use the like the planet as leverage and stuff like that because he that's what they do you know what i mean but it's just like i don't know it feels more basic yeah yeah it's nice to have yeah. other things to work around that. And so, also just, like, movies. And then it fits in. I don't know why, and I really hope, like, New Superman tries this, where it's like, why don't we ever have a Superman movie where he's fighting someone that uses magic? I'm waiting for that, too. 
But like, I think it's on its way because Shazam isn't going anywhere, apparently. Yeah, no, so it seems, seems like, like yeah. So we might get our Shazam Superman movie. Yeah. But with a different Superman than Henry Cavill. Yeah. He's going to look at that real sad. Yeah. Looking back at Shazam 1 with the way it ended with him being in the cafeteria. Oh, true, yeah. Never showed his head, though. Yeah. Let's re-edit that and put his head in it. <laughs> like, give it to him. Right. Let him have his shining moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, because they still reference, like, Superman and Batman and Shazam 2. Like, they're still... I never like, saw Shazam 2. No, you never did. Yep. Yeah, no, like, the uh, crippled kid mentions that he's, like, friends with Superman still. You know, ever since he showed up at that lunch. So it's like, that's like a running plot to the movie. Or it's like, oh, he knows Shazam and Superman. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I'm excited for all these DC movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah see what happens. And Superman Legacy is the next one. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Blue Beetle. <laughs> right. Blue Beetle will be a movie. <laughs> I'm like I had zero excitement for the Flash. Like, I yeah. could I couldn't care less about the Flash when it was coming out. I was whatever. I didn't even know Supergirl was in the movie. That's how little I paid attention <laughs> to the Flash. Blue Beetle has my attention, however. <laughs> but not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. The Flash just is like, alright, I could care less. Blue Beetle's like, wow, that looks like the most generic bad movie about superheroes I've ever looked at. Yeah. Like, I, and maybe it's not, but it just looks so... It doesn't look great. Out of the box. Dude, the special effects at the end really made me think of the live-action Ben 10 movie. That is how bad they looked in my I opinion. get that vibe. I was like, this looks like live-action Ben 10. And I've always thought Blue Beetle felt like a Ben 10 character. I was like, they're just proving me right. This just feels like I'm watching live-action Ben 10 right now. Yeah. Not impressed. Yeah, no. Not not a fan. It's coming out on my birthday, too, which I'm like, that's a sin. Oh, dude. There you go. That's a sin. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. Blue Beetle. Happy birthday. You get Blue Beetle. Yeah, no. No. I'll be at a Disturbed concert. So, we have to constantly hit up Travis to be like, dude, Blue Beetle. Yes, yes. <laughs> he, he loves Blue Beetle, so I mean, he doesn't like this new movie that's coming out, or he doesn't like the look of it. Yeah, just gotta be like, hey, buddy, Blue Beetle. Movie. Blue Beetle, bro. Remember how great he is? Blue Beetle. He likes to talk about how Blue Beetle could beat like anybody. It's like, no. <laughs> I mean, he can beat a lot of characters. If we're doing power scaling, Blue Beetle's pretty strong. Alright, we're not even going to get into yeah. this right now. We're not going to get into this. Watch some Brave and the Bold. Watch some Young Justice. <laughs> um, we had one more thing, though. We want to do Hit before we wrap it all up. This is the uh, season finale of Demon Slayer. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it did an excellent job with this season. It seems like it. Yeah, you've been loving it. Yeah, well, now that I've read it fully, it's and watched it up to this point, it's definitely my favorite arc of Demon Slayer. I really like it's that it's that arc I love in a lot of series. 
where it's like the big leap for the main character. Not necessarily the ending, but it's like this is the hump they needed to get over to be able to beat the final villain. Right. It's it I mean I could compare it to the Dark Tournament in some ways from Yu Hakusho because it's like but I feel like Tagoro But I feel like Tagoro was the main villain, you know? Right. It's like for me that series kinda ended there. It's more like it's more like Goku beating Vegeta to confront Frieza. Like, I like Goku versus Vegeta more than Goku versus Frieza. Where it's like, Goku versus Vegeta was like, this is what I need to get to to be able to fight all these aliens. And I and, get Frieza, but I never liked Frieza. Yeah, no, Namek's, uh... Namek's might be my... I mean, I don't really count the Boo arc, I guess. I mean, so it's probably like Boo, Namek, like, Saiyan, Cell... For my cell, yeah, cell's the best. All about cell. Cell's the the androids and cell are the best arc of Dragon Ball by far, by far. Yeah, (laughs) cell's right there, and Teen Gohan's right there, and GT is right there. We don't we don't talk about GT, but we talk about Super Saiyan Four from GT. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, that that's canon. Uh, (laughs) It should be. Damn it. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, definitely like. My favorite arc of Demon Slayer for that reason, but there are some points in this arc that were that get like really emotional near the end, and the anime did them so well in the final episode. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow, no, they they like nailed these beats and like kind of there were some things that, that like sometimes when you're reading a manga, some things are like too quick, you know, where it's like that yeah. moment was really emotional, but it only lasted like three panels. I really wish it lasted a little longer. They did a really good job with that without stretching it, like, too long. Except for, like, one scene. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't need to be as long. I get it. I get it. Because people who haven't read it were like, oh, my God. <laughs> but for me, I was like, I, I know where this is going. Let's let's go. <laughs> it seems like the anime put a lot of love into actually animating and making it unique and cool. Yeah, no, the yeah, the way that the attacks are animated and yeah. And the what I love about uh Demon Slayer in general, and especially what they did with like this arc and why I know the next arc's gonna be great, is they condense things that I that other animes would do a full episode about. Because it's like there are characters in Demon Slayer who get a backstory, but their backstory is literally like six pages. But it's all you need to know about them. You know, because it's like, there's plenty of dialogue. It's just like, yep, this happened. Like, my dad beat me and then was killed by a demon. And, like, that's it gets over all the points. And you'll be watching an episode of Demon Slayer, and it's just like, here's this character's backstory. Like, halfway through the episode. And instead of being like, to be continued, it's like, no, it's over. Go to the next episode. Like, we finished his backstory. We didn't stretch it out into... We just made it... 15 minutes of the episode and it's like okay that's what it should be and all i needed it to be that's cool yeah and that's what i like about this arc because it's except for like one character it's kind of got a lot of my favorite backstories in the series because there's some characters with some like man that's depressing there's my favorite my, my favorite character his backstory in that season is like he has a brother who's in the Demon Slayer Corps that you know of, 
and it goes to his backstory, and he's just like, yeah, I was growing up with, like, my six brothers and sisters, and I was like, oh no, I only know one brother. These other brothers and sisters are going to not survive this backstory. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, well, no, then it just, his backstory is so depressing. It's just like, oh that's what happened to you? Like, it's not just, like, the Tanjiro thing, where it's like, a demon killed my family. It's like, no, a demon killed my family, and the twist of who the demon was was like, ah, oh, that's just depressing. <laughs> that's just depressing, bro. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited, because, yeah, they obviously confirmed season four, and it should be the rest of the series, because there's a moment at the end of the series where something happens, and the main bad guy senses that it happens, and he's like, I'm going to do whatever I can to win now. He's <laughs> like, I need to end this series because I needed that. <laughs> I need what just happened there in my life. <laughs> so it just becomes an ending. Maybe I will wait till uh, last season just to binge it all. But Yeah, no, I mean, I want to know what they're going to do because there's only 11 episodes. Like, it's, and it probably covered a good, solid chunk. Like, I think there's only, it's like, this one probably covered, like, 80 chapters, and I think the final arc's, like, 120. So, you probably could do it in, like, 13 episodes, because this one, the first one, and the last one were both an hour long. So, you could probably do 13 episodes with the first and last being an hour long again, and make it work. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Might give it a shot. Due time. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, it on the docket. I'll do it for episode 19 of The Lowdown. Support us. Hey, if you're on Spotify, you should check out those polls. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> you should. And, uh, you know, leave some comments. Leave some, I'll hit a like. Hit subscribe. Be very appreciated. There on YouTube. We'd really like that. Also, check out the streams. If you go to the live section of the YouTube channel, you'll find all the recent streams that have been uploaded. And now in the home video, you'll also, home or video section of the YouTube channel, you'll also find edited versions of the streams. So check those out as well. And now I'll actually be in the streams. Audio only, probably, but... I'll actually be in some Rocket League streams and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we have you in one already. Yeah. So, yeah. ba-boom. It won't be just streams with Luke and the podcast with Luke and Derek. Now we got streams with Luke and Derek. That's right. And uh, I think we lost every match. Oh, yeah. No, it was bad. Maybe was we bad. won one. Hey, I didn't play in like six, seven months. So. Yeah, it's all your fault. <laughs> all right, this will do it. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much. Bye.